Hello and welcome everyone to the episode 6 of the GI Health Podcast. Now before we get into today's topic, um, I think a lot of you have been probably wondering what the hell was going on because the last episode came out more than 20 days ago. And I will try to explain you exactly what happened in the next couple of minutes before we proceed to our topic of today's show. If you at some point will hear me coughing or talking through my nose, then I apologize for that. I'll try to edit as much stuff as possible out of the podcast. But just in case, if you hear me coughing, then that's normal because I'm still recovering. So the whole thing started about three weeks ago. And I think what I've experienced is one of the worst sinus infections that I've ever had in my life. In general, like by my mom's line, she has like constant problem with sinuses. And so um, it's only natural for me to be affected by something like that. But three weeks ago, almost three weeks ago, I'd say two and a half weeks ago, I went out with my friends, had a couple of beers, enjoyed, watched a movie. And then the next day I woke up. I was fine the previous night, but then I woke up and my nose was blocked to the point that I couldn't breathe at all. I was feeling a bit rough, but it was still bearable. So I started rinsing my nose and using the nasal spray, which was probably a bad idea because this thing cannot be used for more than three days, but I just cannot fall asleep if my nose is blocked. And my body was feeling a bit sore at that time. So after that, on the second day, I felt really bad. Like I, I felt like I had a fever of 40, even though my fever was quite mild 37.5 to 38 so it was it was it was okay but i was feeling bad half of my face was swollen from the nasal uh, congestion uh, i had a splitting headaches and over the next couple of days i i was i was just in bed most of the time because i didn't know what to do um, on the third day i went to see a doctor in a government hospital which was probably not the best idea i was given antibiotics but i didn't really have much of a choice start taking it. I was put on azithromycin, 500 milligrams, once a day before breakfast. After about three days, I mean, my sinus started to feel a bit better in general, like I, I stopped having this pain around my sinus and, and my forehead from the congestion, but it was still there. It just changed to having a lot of discharge and post-nasal drip, you know, when everything is drips back down your throat. Then I started having sore throat. I was pretty much on ibuprofen and paracetamol, Tylenol, the whole time in bed, drinking tea, feeling miserable in general. I couldn't even get up to cook and things like that. Luckily, my wife managed to take care of that and take care of my daughter as well. Over the next couple of days, I was just taking my medicine and I just wasn't feeling any better. I started having really high fever after that because I couldn't understand what the hell was going on. Went back to the doctor. They've done a blood test. From what I remember, if the complete black count test cbc shows that yeah, the white blood cells are below 10,000 means you have a viral infection if it's above 10,000 it means you have a bacterial infection and they decided that it's still bacterial even though it showed that it was most likely viral so they gave me different antibiotics they told me to stop taking azithromycin and gave me another one called clindamycin and that one is actually super powerful and after about three days again, I had no improvement, but I started having a diarrhea like I've never had before. I was literally like out of food poisoning. I was on the toilet most of the day. I started to get dehydrated. My fever started to shoot up again, and I was like, that's it, I'm done with antibiotics. I don't care how miserable I'm going to feel. 
but I'm not gonna put myself through this. And the problem, like I told you before, is if you take a lot of antibiotics, then you kill all the bacteria, good and bad. But in this case, what can happen is that there's particular bacteria called, called Clostrium that can actually start to thrive in this condition and it could come as a mild irritation of your stomach and diarrhea and things like that to life-threatening conditions when you have a inflammation of your intestines and you have to have a surgery and things like that. So it, it's usually treated with another ironically type of antibody called metronidazole. So after that, I really wanted to admit in the hospital because I, I have a private insurance, but of course my wife just had to change the company exactly at this time so i had a cool down period of 30 days which is expires on the 28th of february this year i mean this month so what happened basically is that i just stuck with it and i went to see the ent doctor in a private hospital which is pretty crap in it as well because it's a small town barely any test check me for the flu check me for everything and just gave me a different antibiotic again even though she said it's most likely viral, but just in case, I'm not really sure because you have like a green colored nasal discharge. And so the next day I started to feel much better, like literally much better. I didn't know if the antibiotics actually worked because it was the same one as in the first time, or it's just finally started to let, to let me go and, and make me feel better. The nose was better, even though I still had a like, I had to blow my nose and rinse my sinus with things like nasal saline, you know, solution. And, and also I've tried the apple cider vinegar mixed with water. I suggest you to be a bit careful with that. It's a, it's a good thing to do, but you need to make sure that you read the instructions carefully of adding half a teaspoon. But I added the whole tablespoon. And after I tried to rinse my nose, I almost, like I thought my eyes gonna pop out of my sockets just of how extremely painful it was. And it did actually help. I stopped using the nasal sprays and at night I could sleep. Some decongestants like pseudoephedrine actually worked a bit, but in any case, I felt better. That was on Friday last week, two, almost two weeks ago already by this time. After that, a friend of mine came over and I was feeling great. We went traveling for a bit. I showed him around the area, talked to him, and obviously he was like, come on, let's go have a beer, like, you know, and talk a little bit. So on the first night I had like three beers, three large beers. And the next day, after we had went to the waterfall and nice dinner and everything, ended up having like four or five large beers. On Sunday, I slept through the night fine. And in the morning, I woke up and my symptoms came back and they were like 20 times worse than they used to be. And I'm still going through it right now. Like I went back to the doctor and I said, like, listen, what the hell is going on? Nothing is helping already. Well, I'm not sure, maybe it's a virus or maybe it's like I had enough literally at that time. My nose is blocked and I'm still like, I'm, I'm fine during the day now. Like I just feel it dripping down the back of my throat all the time. But what happened is like my ears started popping. It's like you have a congestion right in your nose and the pain around sinuses again. And then I slept on my left side, I remember. In the morning I woke up and something strange has happened. Like I felt like somebody just plugged something into my ear, to the left ear, and I've lost 90% of the hearing in that ear. So I thought like, okay, probably just open my mouth, you know, mouth, try to yawn, things like that, that usually work. Nothing worked. I've tried everything, everything. Went back to the doctor again, that was yesterday. 
And I asked her and I told her, like, listen, this is what's happening. Like, this is not normal. She looked at my ears and she's like, that looks all right, you know. I said, but I don't feel all right, right? So she gave me another antibiotic, levofloxacin, but I refused to take it because I had enough of this stuff already. If nobody wants to really find out what is wrong, then I might as well just, just go with it. Um, usually I also have a tinnitus, but it's, it's very mild and I got used to it. But now that my ear, like... I don't know if it's inflamed or something. It's, it doesn't hurt until you touch, you know, like inside, if you try to clean your ear and something like that. That's when it starts to hurt. And if, if I hiccup, for example, that's the only time it gets unblocked for like a couple of seconds or a split second, and it's quite painful. And then basically it goes back to being blocked again. And I'm pretty, it's a bit better now. I've probably got another 30% of my hearing back. But so what I've done... Yesterday I was researching some more remedies and I found that a mixture of 50% of alcohol and 50% of apple cider vinegar. Mix that up, drip it in your ear for 10 minutes and just lie down and, and let it sit there for 10 minutes. Um, it started to help, to be honest, a little bit less inflammation. I can feel a little bit less pain and the hearing is a bit better today, but the tinnitus is still there. Well, hopefully nothing like that will ever happen. I would never wish that even upon my worst enemy. So if you ever have some kind of ear problems, try this thing, it might help. Um, and also connecting to the today's topic, talking about other remedies for the gastrointestinal issues is the oil of oregano. Now with the oil of oregano, the problem is I couldn't use it for my ear because I have it in a capsule form. It's basically like a gelatin capsule filled with oil. So I can't really extract it unless I have a syringe or something with a needle. You can buy also the oil of oregano in a concentrated form with a drip. And that's exactly what I just ordered from Amazon and from eBay. Just to see, I found quite a few uh, decent deals. There's actually quite cheap, going for around 4 or $5 for a small bottle, which is fine. Delivery is actually sometimes more expensive to Thailand than, than the actual oil of oregano. So there we go. I hope I've explained you, it was actually 10 minutes already, about what's been happening and I'm recovering slowly slowly but I'm trying to do bit by bit I only managed to get back to to my computer just a couple of days ago and do it like 20 minutes at a time of before my head starts exploding but today I feel a bit better so I decided that I'm gonna start recording this podcast hopefully I can finish it it's about half past 11 in the evening night already i would say so tomorrow i have to get back to work early in the morning so i'll record this episode today and i'll edit it at work tomorrow when i have a free time and then i'll upload it straight into the soundcloud okay so today we're going to be talking about oil of oregano and what can it do for you now this is something i've discovered let's say about a year ago i had this issue when i told you after been using too many antibiotics that my intestinal flora got so screwed up I got a mm, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, as I think. And I couldn't tolerate things like rice. When I start to eat rice, I could feel like the food is fermenting inside me. And I'm, when it's a lot of gas being produced, but it's not coming out anywhere until it starts to make me sick and have intestinal cramps. I started to research things that would help to treat this. And I stumbled upon the oil of oregano. Ordered it from my friend who was in the UK that time coming here. Surprisingly, what I found out, I take two capsules a day. Or you can take one or two, depending on, on how you feel. And the problem just pretty much disappeared. I could eat anything I want. And even if I do have gas, at least it's coming out. And I can sleep properly. I have no intestinal cramps. I feel great in general. Like I felt much, much better. 
So that's what we're going to be talking about today is the oil of oregano. So first thing, what is the oil of oregano? I apologize if some of the things that I pronounce from like Latin and things like that doesn't sound correct or normal because I'm not really like, you know, an expert in Latin or anything like that. Or I'm neither am I a, a scientist or a chemist, you know, just to be able to tell you the precise ingredients and compositions of the oil of oregano. But I'll just give you a general overview. So the oregano oil is made from the leaves and flowers of the oregano. The same thing that you would put on a pizza in an Italian restaurant, right? That you always have it on the side. And you can probably know the taste of that herb pretty well. It's quite strong. It grows basically. It's in a similar family as the mint. And it looks quite similar if you look at it as well. It's native to Europe. It grows primarily in the Mediterranean countries like Spain, Greece and Italy. It grows up to about 90 centimeters, 35 inches high with the dark leaves and... The leaves are usually two to three centimeters long. So the first recorded uses of oil oregano date back 2000 years ago to ancient Greece and Rome. The Greeks and Romans, they had a really profound appreciation for oregano, using it for various medical uses, because it's, it's, it's one of those universal uh, herbal medicines and remedies that, that you need to be aware of. In fact, like, because my grandfather used to be Greek, the Greek words like oros and ganos actually mean mountain and joy. So it's literally translates like a joy of the mountain. And it represents the symbol of happiness in an ancient traditions. You would, if you look at the old Roman and Greek traditions, when people get married, the bride gets the crown. And on the crown is exactly the leaves of oregano. But anyway, so there are over 40 different species of um, oregano. But... The one that is most therapeutically beneficial for you is the oil that is produced from the wild oregano, or it's also called Oreganum bulgari, that's native to the Mediterranean regions. So you have to be very careful when you're looking for the supplement because you need to make sure that it's made exactly from this plant, and it's called Oreganum with O-R-I-G-A-N-U-M-B-U-L-O. G-A-R-E. Make sure you got that right. Because a lot of shops, pharmacies and things like that, they're actually selling different kinds of oregano. The oils sold in grocery stores are, might not even be made from this variety and they might have little to no medical value at all. So opt only for oregano mold made from that or another one that is called thymus capitatus. So that's another variety that grows in Spain. So usually you can find it on the bottle, you just turn the bottle around and you'll be able to see what exactly is the composition of the oil. It usually have, if it's liquid, it should have a golden to dark yellow color and strong spicy odor. So if you, if you ever came across the herb in a dry form, that's the kind of a smell that you would get from the oil of oregano. So now let's go to some of the uses, right? Some of the uses that are quite common in the in the medical field right now. So I obviously highly recommend to adding the oil of oregano to your arsenal of natural healing medicine and herbs that you have at your home. And it's got a very wide range of uses, not only for the gastrointestinal issues. This herb is a powerful antimicrobial and antibiotic that can help fight off infections. Oregano oils also has antibacterial, antiviral and antifungal properties. The first uses that are quite ideal is for treating foot or nail fungus. 
What you do is put a few teaspoons of oregano oil in a basin of water and soak your feet in it. You can also dilute it in the oil, mix a drop teaspoon of olive oil and coconut oil as well, and then apply it to your nails or skin together with the oil of oregano. It also has the properties to kill parasites and infections in your intestine, in your stomach, and so on. So dilute the oil. Obviously, you have a capsule. You take one or two after the meal once a day for several days, weeks, I would say. If it's a liquid form, then you dilute the oil, mix a drop or two or three, depending on the, the dosage instruction and the strength of the oil, in a glass of water and just drink it. Or you can mix a drop or two with another oil, such as coconut oil, which has also very strong properties in killing parasites and infections, and just place it under your tongue, hold it there for a few minutes, then rinse it, and either swallow it or spit it out, depending on, on if you can handle such a strong taste. It also is good in alleviating sinus infections and colds. Now, this is something that I've only started taking about two weeks ago just because I was feeling so miserable and couldn't even be asked to go to the fridge downstairs on the ground floor and just and just take it because I couldn't really eat anything. I don't want to take it on an empty stomach because it's not really um, the best type of, of herb to be taking on an empty stomach. So what you can do if you have a if you have basically a liquid form you put a few drops of oregano oil in a pot of steaming water like and inhale it the steam just put a towel over yourself and you should feel better in a couple of days you can also i mean i encourage you to use the antiseptic powers of this herbal oil to clean your home if you want you know instead of using all those cancerogenic products like mr muscle and things like that the the duck and to wash the mop the floors in your house you can also put like 10 drops of lemon oil and oregano oil in a bucket of water with vinegar and then just use that to wipe and clean the surfaces in your house. Uh, very safe and works just as good. So what is the composition of oregano oil? What is in it? Okay, why is it so good for you? The nat natural composition, I apologize if I get it wrong because I got it from the, the website that specializes in chemistry just to see what the composition of that thing is. So the first thing is thymol. A thymol is a natural antifungal and antiseptic compound of the oregano oil. It also helps to boost your immune system and works as a shield against toxins and even helps to prevent tissue damage and encouraging healing of your body. Now, the other thing which you'll probably come across when you're looking on the bottle is something called Carvaclor. So it's C-A-R-V-A-C-R-O-L. It's found to be a very, very strong, just as strong as chemical antibiotics against specific bacterial infections such as Candida, which is the overgrowth of yeast, Staphylococcus, E. coli, that you get a lot from food poisoning, Campylobacter, the same food poisoning, salmonella, raw chicken, eggs, Klebsiella, also known to kill some kinds of mold as well, and also Listeria. The other helpful compounds in the oregano oil also includes terpenes, which is known for powerful antibacterial properties as well. Rosmarinic acid, you probably know the rosemary herbs as well, right? It's an antioxidant that prevents free radical damage and has shown promise in treating allergic asthma and preventing cancer and atherosclerosis as well. It also 
works as a natural antihistamine that reduces the fluid buildup and swelling caused by allergy attacks. So if you're suffering from allergies like I do, I mean my allergies are pretty common, dust, house dust mites and mold, um, this is something that actually can help you as well. Naringin, um, it basically inhibits the growth of cancer cells and ho helps to boost the antioxidants in oregano oil. And something called E-PCB. And this substance inhibits inflammation and help to reduce inflammation in your body. Also have a beneficial conditions for things like atherosclerosis and osteoporosis as well as some kind of a metabolic syndromes. Now another nutrients that you will find in the oil of oregano is vitamins. Vitamin A, vitamin C, and vitamin E. It also contains calcium, magnesium, zinc, iron, potassium, magnesium, copper, boron and niacin also found in the oil of oregano. So you see how much benefits that actually produces for your body. So in addition to those things that we discussed already of treatment of fungus and things like that, uh, the oil of oregano has a wide-reaching health benefit. It's mostly associated with respiratory, immune health and digestive health. It is also known for helping and preventing and treating infections like a urinary tract infections, respiratory tract infections, pneumonia and other bacteria strains, yeast infections, especially those that are resistant to a commonly used antifungal medicine like Diflucan. Uh, when you have a yeast infection, that's what the doctor prescribes you, Diflucan. And the thing is, it's just as antibiotics. The, the more often you use it, the less effective it becomes. That's why the oil of oregano has proven to be more effective against that and the parasitic infections that I also told you about. Also shown promise in preventing foodborne illnesses caused by pathogens like Listeria, Salmonella, Shingella, and so on. So adding it to foods not only helps to kill the bacteria, but may also alleviate the symptoms of food poisoning just in case you actually ingested something that you thought that was not very healthy for you. Other known gastrointestinal appliances to the world is that it actually works as a mosquito repellent and insect repellent, right? The carvaclol and oregano oils just works as a natural insect repellent. You can put it a few drops on the outdoor furniture if you have any garden with, with, with any kind of furniture. And or you can dilute it with water and apply it to your skin that that's basically a mosquito repellent. It can also relieve the bites of the bugs and rushes, including the poison ivy. So apply it with diluted water again to the affective areas. It can help to, to heal cold sores, dandruff and other skin conditions. Uh, some experts also saying that I actually treat acne and can ease sore throat. You can add a few drops to a glass of water and drink it, gargle it and so on. Relieves muscle and joint pain, arthritis, sprains and crab. So let's go through this in a little bit more detail. First fighting the infection. How can that be beneficial for you when you have some kind of a gastrointestinal issues? Now, as I told you before, if you've been taking antibiotics or you feel like you had a food poisoning, you ate something that is uh, not good, not fresh, this is how you can get over that. Also, when we talked about curd before, you also remember that the bacterial disbalance can also be caused by a specific bacteria in your stomach, which actually produces more, pushes your stomach to produce more acid. So. This is another way you can help your stomach is you by either take a few drops with a glass of water and drink it. You can combine it with a coconut oil, which is also great. Not as good as oregano oil, but also great because it's got specific 
a little bit different um, treatment of different things than, than the oregano oil. So you can add that. If you're taking capsules, take one or two, depending on the size of it. Take it after food, and you will see that your health will start improving, and your digestive system will start improving. You might have a little bit of gas or burping, and when you burp, you'll have this very strong oregano oil taste. For example, like you just ate a pizza with loads of oregano on top of it, but it's fine. It's going to get better, and it's, it's not really that bad. It's a small price to pay for, for the benefits that you're actually gaining. Oregano oil has a strong action against germs and could easily fight infections like Salmonella and E. coli. Sometimes if you eat something not fresh, it's not necessarily that you have a bacteria. It can also be uh, toxins released by specific organisms right or something that's been not fresh and oregano oil can be also infective in helping you that if you want to treat yourself for the small intestinal bacterial overgrowth without having to use the specific antibiotic that is designed to dissolve in your intestines then use oregano oil because it's just as effective along with some other supplements that i mentioned before uh, in the previous episode we were talking about GERD treatment take that for a month month and a half and see how you feel because you'll start notice the difference within the first one or two weeks for sure it can also be used in a protective measure right so if you think that you consumed undercooked meat or impure water or you've done some kind of other risky actions and harmful organisms that you actually i don't know ingested and are likely to cause some heart in your body the oregano oil has been shown to be extremely useful for helping to get rid of this unwanted invaders uh, one study, for example, examined the relationship between oregano oil and harmful organisms found that taking about 600 milligrams of oregano oil daily prompted complete disappearance of harmful organism from the body. Now, when you have a GERD and you have a IBS, for example, you know that a lot of nutrients are not getting properly absorbed in your intestines. So you need to fix that. Fix that, obviously, like I said in the first part, by taking oregano oil to destroy all the bad bacteria you have in your body, but leave the, the good bacteria in it by taking probiotics, uh, eating fermented food, and taking other supplements and, and other foods that I mentioned in the previous episode in the treatment of GERD. So also what you can do is that it's not like a multivitamin, but there is no denying that oregano oil is loaded with vital nutrients, magnesium, zinc, vitamins... Uh, iron, calcium, potassium, copper, magnesium, and so on. So not only that will help by providing you with all these nutrients, it can also eradicate the bad bacteria, uh, normalize your gastrointestinal function. Your organism can start digesting the food properly and actually get to absorb what is in your food rather than just flush it out from, from your body with the IBS. Another important thing, number four here, is digestive aid all oregano works as a digestive aid it's been said a million times that the health begins in the gut right it's an old proverb and it's true it works 90 not 90 okay 70 percent of your immune system is located in your gut so good digestion is required for good health obviously there are some people that go for the oxygen-based colon cleanser and things like that you know to to clean out your digestive tracts and stopping the build of, 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 of bad stuff in it in the first place, especially if you have a constipation. And oregano oil can help as well. I mean, the oregano oil is known to stimulate the flow of bile 
and the digestive organs enhancing the digestive process. Also, if you have your gallbladder removed like me, some of you might have too much bile, some of you might have not enough bile produced and also not enough of pancreatic enzymes produced in your digestive system in order to digest the food properly. Oil of oregano can help by normalize that function and, and provide other nutrients to help you digest the food. So when you, if you're suffering from indigestion, for example, uh, before reaching for any kind of uh, pancreatic enzymes, digestive enzymes, I suggest you give oregano oil a try. Capsule, again, after food or try drinking it as well. If you have it in a liquid form, it's up to you. I mean, I would probably have both liquid and capsule because the liquid form can be used for inhalation, uh, application to the skin. Also, like in my case, if you have a sinus or ear infection, you can drip that in your ear or you drip that in, in a pot of boiling water and you inhale that. So it feels good and it's convenient because you can't really throw a capsule in the boiling water and expect it to, to work just as good. I've tried and it did work for about three seconds and it got evaporated straight away. But the, uh, the capsule itself stayed on the bottom of the pan and it just, I mean, took me a while to scrape it off later. Also for ladies, it actually helps with the menstrual aid. If you have pain, irregular, uncomfortable periods and negative menopause effects is a big problem for many women. Ask my wife to try it a couple of times and she actually found that it's quite effective as well. It may help to support regular menstruation and protects against negative menopause experience, but it's not an, I'm not an expert in that field, I'm sorry. So you just have to try and see it for yourself. Just try it because along with that, it's just a pack, yeah? It's not like one thing only. It's, it's like a whole package of, of different things. I mean, another research said that it supports graceful aging. Um, it actually combats aging. I mean, obviously you're not going to be 20 years younger when you wake up after taking it. But a lot of antioxidant and free radicals and things like that, it actually helps very effectively expelling that stuff from your body. And it offers a huge amount of antioxidant that can aid in a defense against the bad particles that, that work against you, right? And the next stuff is allergy support that I've been mentioning before. If you're suffering from allergies and environmental sensitivities, right? You live in a big city, maybe it's dust, maybe it's, 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 it's different things, right? Maybe it's the blooming flowers and pollen. The oregano oil has a super soothing properties. It's actually highly appealing for a lot of people. It can actually help to produce sedating effects on the hypersensitivity of allergies. I mean, you're not gonna feel like you're gonna just fall asleep or something and you can't drive. No, it just calms down your system, relaxes you and basically helps you to combat the allergies and, and get some relief from it. For those wishing to avoid heart medications uh, that have a lot of side effects, right? Because only some of the antihistamines are actually safe to use and drive and operate machinery and cause non-drowsy ones. Some of them, like I've tried a few like CPM, quite an old style. I literally can't remember anything. Like I was sleeping most of the time. I would wake up, eat and I would fall asleep again, just, just how bad it was. So if you wish to avoid that, then try the oil of oregano. It also uh, helps with weight loss, apparently. I mean, I've not noticed that by myself because I need to get back to exercising, to be honest. Also, I need to get on a diet. I'd love to have a cup of tea with, with a cake or biscuits and sometimes even in the evening or bacon sandwich. So <laughs> I really need to get back to exercising because my optimal weight was about, say, about 72, 73 kilograms. 
and I was feeling fine. Now I'm close to 85 already. Uh, so I do need to get back to exercise. In addition to reputation of, of being a natural immune booster, oregano oil also packs a punch against unwanted body fats. Its main active ingredient, carvaclor, is known to modulate the genes and reduce irritation in tissue. Also, one study uh, showed that when people were fed a hot fight diet, group of people that were not given carvaclor quickly became obese. In contrast, the other part of the people that were given the supplement gained a significantly less weight and even had a lower levels of cholesterol and triglycerin in their blood. Um, another one of the remedies that I can talk to you about, another benefit, is that it eases discomfort in general. If you have aches and stiffness, uh, your body feels sore, that impacts your quality of life, sort of like I was a couple of days ago. Uh, many people use oil of oregano topically, you know, and it, you can use it in massage. If you have someone to massage you, you can even massage yourself. Just, just mix a little bit of it with water. Or you can even better make something like 50-50 mixture of organic oregano oil and organic olive oil, virgin olive oil, and apply it topically to the effective areas where, where you have pain or bruise, uh, massage it lightly. It will know to warm up your muscles and it will help to relieve sore muscles, sport injuries, back aches, and it's just the little benefits that you'll most likely appreciate. Now, number 10, the last one on this list would be probably, is that it helps to combat colds, viruses, and infections. Obviously, it's not a cure. It's not gonna, like, it's not gonna take all of oregano and then the next day you're gonna wake up and, oh my God, the, the, the cold is gone. Otherwise, everybody would be using that and there would be no kind of no kind of use for medication. So what it helps, it adds a defensive layer to your immune system in addition to boosting your immune system on many levels. Many people actually, I've read on the forums and I've read on different discussion boards, claim that when they start to feel a little bit under the weather, you know, like you start to have a tingling sensation in your nose, you start to sneeze, you start to feel a bit sore, um, people usually say that placing three to six drops into an empty capsule and take it two, three times daily before meals uh, for five or ten days, it can actually short the, shorten the duration of the cold as well as helping to alleviate the symptoms that you have during cold or flu or any kind of virus like that. If you have liquid form you can't find capsules anywhere no, no you can find it online as well just get the capsules for that particular uh, case obviously you can also supplement things with oregano so oregano oil is a, is a thing to have you can add it to your food find like if you'd make a soup add a few drops in there you can sometimes use a little bit of it in cooking as well uh, coconut, oil is coconut oil is obviously better suited for cooking in this case. So there we go. I apologize for that. The cough is just brutal, absolutely brutal. This is another reason why I can't get back to the exercise. So as soon as I inhale any kind of cold air or my throat gets a little bit dry, it just prompts this ridiculous cough. And it's really bad. At the first couple of days, it was a productive cough. So it was quite an okay feeling knowing that you're actually coughing something out. But after starting taking the supplement to reduce the dissolve the mucus you know, in your throat, so it started to become an unproductive cough and sometimes it just triggers out of nowhere. If I start to exercise or run or anything like that, within the first couple of seconds I'll just have to stop because I won't be able to stop coughing and sometimes it gets so bad that I will actually vomit it twice because I couldn't stop coughing. Hopefully 
that's been a helpful information to you guys and girls and everyone else who's been listening. Now, oregano oil is something that you need to take on a regular basis, right? Not only when you feel that you're unwell. If you're suffering from GERD or IBS that could be related to um, intestinal bacterial overgrowth, disbalance of things in your stomach, as I said before, take this supplement after food um, or before food if you really want to. If you want to get the best effects, everything works on an empty stomach better, but you have to be careful because the stomach acid can reduce the efficiency of the medicine and it also supplement. It can also destroy the supplement before it reaches where it needs to go. So if you take it with food, you have a chance that the food actually absorbs some of this oil of oregano and it gets delivered to your intestines as well. Give it a try because this is the thing that is quite cheap and quite easy to find. A lot of pharmaceutical companies are starting to pressure the producers of essential oils to stop producing them. This is something that they really don't want people to, to be using because over-the-counter medicine makes billions. So I suggest you start now while you still have a chance uh, because the way things are going right now with the pharmaceutical industry, it seems like everything natural that people can grow themselves and produce themselves that cannot be patented and sold for money for a huge profit that most of that stuff is going to be going away sooner or later. Um, you can also buy a dry oregano. Also add it on your pizzas, spaghettis and any other food. You, you'll get used to the taste of it. I know that it's quite strong, but it's actually a nice herbal smell um, and taste. It helps you with colds and or in general when you're feeling unwell. So if you're having IBS or you have a uh, GERD, right, that is related to the things that I've spoke about in the previous episode. I'm not going to be talking about this whole thing again right now. Start by taking, if you're taking capsules, first of all, go to a specific shop, right, where you can find the supplement. Take a look at it, ask questions, go back to the beginning of this podcast. Make sure that you're buying the correct oregano oil, right? Even if it's a bit more expensive, please make sure that you're buying the correct one. If it's capsules or drops, depending on that, you'll know how much is the dosage per day. You don't want to be taking too much of this stuff as well because it's very potent and it's very strong and it's very concentrated. So if you're taking capsules like me, I take two, um, two capsules of oil oregano. It says one to two, so I take two for hopefully the better benefit. Uh, I've noticed a lot of improvement in my digestion. I noticed a lot of improvement in my GERD. I noticed a lot of improvement in my IBS. Gas, and if you suffer from bloating, constipation, diarrhea will help, as well as in general boost your immune system. Take it. I mean, a lot of times I just forget it because the capsules are made from, from gelatin that has a tendency to melt. Once you get it in your hands, it will start melting very quickly. So. What I tend to do, I just leave it in the fridge and a lot of times when I'm going to work in the morning, I'm dropping my daughter off, I just keep forgetting about it. But I would suggest to get the better effect, take it on time every single time. Take it on time and don't like try to skip days and make sure you get in the habit of taking it after food or before food, it's up to you. See what works for you better. And whenever you feel unwell, cold, flu, uh, infections, food poisoning, Try that stuff as well. Much better than taking nothing and probably better to avoid taking antibiotics and other things. Side effects, uh, obviously, depending on how you feel. What else is there to say about oregano oil? Something that you just need to try and see how your, 
how your symptoms will improve, how your body will react to it. Just make sure you're not allergic to anything like that. Obviously, that's the first thing I'm going to say. When you have a chance, is also take the apple cider vinegar before food. Preferably, that's what I do. I take apple cider vinegar, a tablespoon, unrefined, unfiltered, with the mother of all vinegars, whatever the hell is written on the package there, with the probiotics. Take that before food, eat, and then take the oil of oregano after food. Or preferably, I would take the apple cider vinegar in the morning, and then after lunch, I will take oil of oregano. So that's the combination of herbs that I'm currently taking and I haven't used the I haven't used any kind of antacid medication. I only used like a soda bicarbonate recently after having like three or four beers after eating some spicy food. It was not the best idea, but that's the only time that I've used something. But I didn't reach for things like parried or meprazole and another kind of um, acid suppressing medication. So I hope it's been a helpful podcast and a, a good insight. So tomorrow I'll get this edited and obviously by the time you hear it already it means it's been uploaded and on the same day I'll sit down and I'll cover the next topic of another essential medicines that you might be interested in and want to look into. So once again remember if you wish to contact me email me at not at but email me to podcast at gi-health.net you can find us on Facebook Find me on Twitter, just search for GI Health Podcast, SoundCloud, iTunes, and other places. So thank you very much for listening, and I'm sorry for any kind of inconvenience that it caused you when I was ill. Um, I'm feeling better now, so I can get back to it. I really enjoy doing it. And remember that never give up, no matter how bad you feel. Things will get better. Only gets better if you're willing to put an effort into it. I was lazy for many months, years, but I decided that it's time to take my my life into my hands before it's too late. So you should do the same. Remember, it works if you work it. Thank you for listening.